Hey there, podcasters. Here's another word I'd like to use to describe my three sponsors, and that's contagious. You might think contagious is not a great word to use, but here's why I'm going to use that word. Because using PCT is contagious. Like once you do it with one patient and you get successful, you keep on doing it and doing it and doing it. It's contagious. Using uh, now you know is contagious. I love using it and changing it and modifying it, and now I can't stop. It's contagious. And Using Chirite is contagious. I get to use it for every patient, for everything. I can create my own uh, things. It's totally awesome. And now, here's the podcast. Time always has and always will perpetuate those methods which better serve mankind. Chiropractic is no exception to that rule. Our illustrious father placed this chiropractic trust in our keeping to keep it pure and not sullied or defamed. We pass it on to you unstained to protect as he would also have you do. As he passed on, so will we. We admonish you to keep this principle and practice unadulterated, unmixed. Humanity needed then what he gave us. You need what we now give you. Out there in those great open spaces are multitudes seeking what you possess. Their burdens are heavy. The responsibilities are many. The obligations are providential. But the satisfaction of traveling the populated highways and byways, relieving suffering, prolonging lives, adding millions of years to millions of suffering people will bring forth satisfactions and glories with greater blessings than you can think. Time is of the essence. May God flow from above down his bounty, strengths, courages, and understandings to carry on. And may your innates receive and act on that free flow of wisdom from your above, down, inside out. For you have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. You have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. I don't know if you realize how important those words are and how much they should be resonating with you because you have been given this unbelievable gift, right? How many people in the world become doctors? How many people in the world become doctors that are actually going to be touching people, right? Not just doctors of philosophy and whatever, but actually going to be touching and helping people, right? And how many people have a profession that was made here in America, right? It's an American original that is probably one of the most amazing secrets ever invented, right? And what am I talking about secret? Is that people come to me, even yesterday, we had three new patients yesterday, two of them were babies, and the moms, after me explaining what chiropractic was to them, what do you think they said to me? Why hasn't anybody told me this before? And they've all been to chiropractors. Yeah, I met back cracked a couple times. Right? Why is that? What the hell are we so afraid of? What are we so afraid of talking about? Why can't we talk about the spine and the nerve system and the brain? Like, we're just so worried we have to talk about the bones, right? And yeah, the bones are easy, but that's not the, the thing that we do, right? That's, the, that's the, the, our way in, but it's not what we do. <clears throat> you know, and then there's this whole movement you know, out in New Mexico and Wisconsin to put drugs in our, our profession. What? Chiropractic was a profession made by D.D. Palmer, developed by B.J. Palmer as a drugless healing art. Why would you want to put drugs in a drugless healing art? Why would, there's only one reason. What's the reason? Money. Money. It's, it's it. Right? And I'm sure you've heard 
the rationales, because you've been here long enough, now you guys are in 10th quarter, right? I'm sure you hear the rationales from some people who may have said, well, the reason that I want to prescribe drugs is because I will be able to help people get off them. Have you heard that excuse? No? Yeah, that's a good one. I've heard that one a lot. Yeah, so this way, I will be in control, and I can help people get off drugs. That's not your job, right? What's my job as a chiropractor? Locate and correct the effects of vertebral subluxation. That's it. Nowhere in that statement does it say anything about and remove the pharmaceuticals from that person's life, right? I just, that, that, and you know what? I just don't buy that when someone says that's what they want to do. You know what they want? They just want in on the game. Because you know what's going to happen? Do you know what happened to the osteopaths back in the 1950s? Does anybody ever explain that to you, what happened to them? Right? So here's what happened. So my dad was in World War II. So in World War II, where do all the medical doctors go? They went overseas. They went to Germany and Japan, right, to help the, the GIs, right? So, <coughs> and they did amazing stuff, right? Um, so, but who was left here to take care of the people in the hospitals? The DOs, right? And at the time, the DOs were like this quasi-medical, quasi-chiropractic-ish sort of thing, because they did a lot of adjusting back then and a lot of other things. But they did a pretty admirable job while the MDs were away. When they came back, the MDs sat down with them and said, you know what, you guys did a really good job. We could use your help. You guys want a medical degree? And what do they say? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take it. I'll take two, right? They jumped on that bandwagon, right? So what happened is that the, they, were, they were used for this other kind of procedure during a time of crisis. And then the DOs then all now became medical doctors. And now 99% of the DOs don't practice anything to do with their heritage of osteopathy. Most of them are just medical doctors just like anybody else. Not that that's bad or wrong. It's great. If that's what they wanted, that's fabulous, right? But it's just different, right? They changed the entire profession. The profession was headed this way. They made the profession head this way. Not wrong or bad. The osteopathic profession is a very well-respected profession now, whereas back then in the 50s, it really was sort of like, eh, right? <clears throat> what do you think is going to happen when we start prescribing drugs? Because let me tell you something, guys. It's going to happen. Like, understand there is no stopping this, right? We can stall it. We can stall it for as long as we possibly can stall it. But at some point in time, one state's going to do it. They're going to sneak it in just like they snuck in the vaccine bill in California. They're going to sneak it in underneath the radar, you know, because that's how the vaccine bill in, in California happened, that they, they stuck it in under something else, some long bill with all this other stuff, and they stipped this little thing in about vaccines, and all of a sudden, there it is, right? Very smart. That's how politics works. It's dirty, right? So what's going to happen is at some point, chiropractic's going to have to, chiropractic will be this two-tiered profession, which is what they want. They want the advanced chiropractor and the regular chiropractor, right? And then people are going to, there's going to be this drug prescribing in the profession. For, number one, do you know how much money I pay in malpractice every single year? Guess how much? Guess how much? Give me an exact amount. $1,200. $1,200. That's nothing. Right? You might think that <gasps> that's a lot of money. No. My brother is a, brother-in-law is a neurosurgeon. How much does he pay a year? 
200,000. The amount you have in student loans is what he pays in year for his malpractice insurance. What do you think is going to happen, which nobody's thinking about or talking about when they talk about this? What do you think is going to happen when we, have to when we start prescribing drugs? What's our malpractice going to look like? It's going to go up to 25,000, which is the average amount in all the other fields, right? So it's going to go from 1,200 to 25,000, right? Because now what, what happens when we start prescribing drugs, what does that increase for us? Liability and risk. Duh! So you say, well, as a chiropractor, if I can prescribe drugs, I can make more money. Sure, you'll have to make $25,000 more to pay for the stupid malpractice insurance now you're, you're using, right? So now you're gonna have to charge more and have to do a lot more other you know, services and whatever just to pay for the malpractice insurance that you're now carrying. But nobody's thinking about this because they just want the prestige. Because what they want eventually is what happened to the DOs, right? You talk to these people who are bent on getting drugs in our profession. And that's, a, even though they'll never admit that, right? That's what they're, what they're really aiming. We want to become like them. My answer, my question to them is why? They, nobody wants what they want, what they do, right? Three new patients yesterday, they all come in saying the same exact thing. I don't want to be in this medical profession. I don't want my kids on Prevacid. I don't want my kids on Pepsid. I don't want my kids on Ritalin. They don't want their kids on this kind of stuff. And we want to jump on the thing that people want to get off? Like, if we, if we were to do something like this, we should have done this 100 years ago, <laughs> right? Nobody wants this anymore. They want what we do, but we don't want what we do, right? And why am I telling you this, right? You've heard me talk about this all quarter long. Here's why I'm telling you this, because you guys are the future. You guys are the future. You guys got to stand up. You don't want this to happen in your profession? Then stand the hell up. Speak up, stand up. Because most of the profession wants it. My suggestion, and I've said this all the time, my suggestion, if someone wants to have drugs in a drugless field, I have no problem with that. Just get out of my field. Make your own field. Call yourself a pharmacopractor or a pharmacological chiropractor or something else. Make your own field, have your own schools, have your own CCE, right? Do everything else different, just divide it. Get the hell out of my profession. My, D.D. Palmer came up with a profession called chiropractic that was a drugless profession. A drugless profession shouldn't change to a non-drugless profession. It doesn't make sense, right? It really doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But I appreciate it. If someone wants to do that, there's absolutely nothing wrong if someone wants to prescribe drugs for pain or whatever they want to prescribe drugs for. Or if they want to get people off drugs if they really think that's what they're going to want to do. Great! But then you're not a chiropractor anymore. And be okay with that and admit it and move on. And that's what he's talking about. You have in your possession a sacred trust. You know what the sacred trust is? My sacred trust is to the kids that I touch. My sacred trust is to the pregnant moms that I touch. My sacred trust is to all the families that I touch. My sacred trust is, am I doing the best damn job I can as a chiropractor? Not as a chiropractor who sidelines as some pharmaceutical person, right? So last week, some pediatrician, local pediatrician called me a quack. And I said, quack, I'm a duck. 
Great, I don't care. Call me a quack. Right? I don't care what you think of me. It's none of my business what you think of me. You want to think I'm a quack? Fine. Right? I don't really, I have no interest because I have a sacred trust. Right? I have a mission to that little boy who's in my office who has all these kind of issues that I know chiropractor can help and whatever the hell you're doing isn't working. Not that it's bad or wrong, it just wasn't working for this boy. So I'm a quack because I have a different opinion, right? So there's nothing wrong with saying, I want to have drugs and I want to be able to prescribe drugs. I think that's fabulous. If you want to have that, go ahead. But then don't call yourself a chiropractor. And don't put it in my field that I worked for 30 years in as one thing and you're going to change it because you want something else. If you want something else, make something else, right? Right? The, the guy from Tesla, he said, I want to make a car that's completely without gasoline, but it's a real great luxury car. He didn't say, I'm going to take a Honda and I'm going to refit a Honda and make it look like and call it a Tesla. Right? He didn't do that. He said, I'm going to make a Tesla. So it's still a car. It's just another brand. Right? You want to have another health field? Make another brand. Call yourself whatever the hell you want. But just don't call yourself a chiropractor. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and I've said this <clears throat> multiple times. I will sit down and debate anybody on this. Anybody, any, any chiropractor who wants this, I come to Life University, sit down with me, talk with me face to face, and I will debate them, and I'll win. And I'll win because I'll win on philosophy, right? I won't win on science, right? I won't quote, well, scientific, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? I win on philosophy, right? Because the philosophy of any business or of any organization is a certain philosophy. And if you want to change with the times, you don't change the philosophy, you change professions. You change something else, right? So if I want to, if, if I'm practicing Gonstead and I wanted to, and I started liking Thompson, I wouldn't decide, all right, hey, Clarence, let's change Gonstead to Thompson, right? So let's start adding drop work in Gonstead and, and then we'll change it to, to, to that. No, Gonstead is Gonstead, Thompson is Thompson. There's no, no, no problem having those two things, right? So then just do something else, right? So I said, uh, what I would do in this debate is I would read this. And I'd say, uh, do you think you're following that last sentence? Are you guarding it well by putting drugs in a drugless profession, right? And the answer would be no. Because you couldn't say, yes, I feel like I'm upholding the chiropractic principle by putting drugs in a drugless profession. Right? Doesn't make any sense. So I'm asking you guys, as future leaders in chiropractic, to stand up for what you believe in. Right? And if you believe that chiropractic should have drugs in it, then why don't you make another field? And I, and I support you 100%. Right? But if you believe that this is the way chiropractic should be, then stand up. And when, when your voice needs to be heard, let it be heard. Right? Whatever state you're in, you've got to keep your ears to the ground and hear what's happening in that state. Right? Don't, just, don't be an ostrich and dig your head in the sand and just say, I'm just going to practice and just want to make my own money and pay off my student loans. Right? That's not how you do it. You have to participate in whatever way, whether you want to get into politics or you want to get into teaching or you want to get into practice management or whatever it is. You just got to get involved. Get involved so that you're, you are part of the solution instead of being like 
caving yourself somewhere and isolating yourself so that something happens around you. And they say, I can't believe that happened. Well, where was your voice, right? Whereas if you're complaining about what happened to something and you didn't have a vote in that something, then you didn't participate, right? So I'm asking you, please, as you go through your education and as you graduate and as you go into your own states, please think about where chiropractic should go, right? And it's not where it doesn't belong, right? Chiropractic belongs as a drugless healing profession.